0: Hello there and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Doctor-patient relationships. That's my topic. You know, one wonders in therapy, psychotherapy with mental health patients, as well as in medical treatment with medical problems and medical patients, there's something that's very common. There's something that uh, needs to be addressed in all arenas of medical care and non-medical care, and that is the relationship between the patient and the doctor. Now, we often think that if you go to a doctor, you'll get a prescribed treatment, a treatment program, maybe they'll be carried out in one session, maybe they'll be carried out over weeks or months, sometimes longer. But you, you would think that the treatment prescribed by the doctor will work, will be effective, and will resolve the problem. And that's what we expect, and often, often that happens. Often that is the outcome. And, uh, but there are times when that's not the case. In other words, why do some patients benefit from a treatment protocol and some patients don't? Some respond quickly. Some respond over an extended, you know, period of time. It takes longer, much longer than the average person. Why these variations? Is it because of the treatment program? Uh, perhaps a little bit, but there's a lot, this has a lot to do with the doctor-patient relationship. You see, a doctor applies a treatment program protocol and expects certain outcomes on the basis of past research, on the basis of past experience, with a particular problem, presenting problem, and a particular prescribed treatment, you would expect some kind of an outcome. And on the basis of history, that's what you would therefore anticipate. But sometimes that happens, and sometimes that does not happen. So some research was recently done uh, by a number of researchers. In fact, it was about 121 different research projects that were reviewed and studied on this particular topic of what are the factors in the relationship between a patient and doctor that seems to play a strong role in the outcome in addition to the actual treatment applied. And here's three findings that they came up. The therapeutic goal, that there is an agreement between the patient and the doctor as to the outcome, as to the goal. What are we trying to achieve? Sometimes we're trying to achieve a major, major turnaround. Other times we're trying to make a change in just the lifestyle or the coping ability of an individual or whatever it might be. But what is the goal that is mutually agreed upon by the patient and the doctor? There needs to be that discussion. What are we trying to achieve here? What are we trying to do here? So that that can be then monitored and followed over a period of time. So number one, it's not treatment necessarily. It's the fact that the doctor and the patient agree on the treatment goal And then a treatment program or protocol is applied to achieve that particular goal. Here's a second factor that this research seemed to find out that really plays a big role in whether somebody benefits from a treatment program or not. It's getting feedback, allowing a doctor to ask questions so that he gets feedback. Allowing a patient to ask questions so that the patient gets some feedback. But there's this client-doctor feedback loop throughout the course of treatment. The doctor wants to know how you're doing, and you want to know how well you're doing from the feedback that you get, you know, from the doctor. Some kind of an estimate, some kind of a guide or a gauge as to how we are progressing. And there has to be this open discussion, this open dialogue between the patient and the doctor so that there's this ongoing feedback as to how things are progressing. Honest feedback, that there was progress made, there was not progress made, there was a setback, you know, that there was confusion that there was something that got mixed up that needs to be corrected. In other words, a doctor-patient have to have dialogue, interaction on the basis of the treatment program being applied and the relative benefit that's being achieved to that point in time. And here's the third one: ruptures occur in a doctor-patient relationship. In other words, sometimes a personality clash, sometimes it's a misunderstanding of something that maybe the doctor said or. The doctor misunderstood something that the patient said. And we're off now on a whole different path. Maybe feelings were hurt. You know, maybe there was confusion. Maybe there was this kind of perception that uh, one doesn't care for the other. Or one doesn't like the other. You know, or whatever it might be. But there's this rupture in the relationship that has to be addressed and has to be corrected. For outcome to be beneficial. You can't go on in a therapy program, going back and forth to a doctor's office many times and carrying with you a rupture event, a rupture feeling, a ruptured uh, experience in some way. That needs to be resolved. The doctor has to take responsibility to resolve that. A patient has to take responsibility to resolve that. So that there is this sense of togetherness, working togetherness. And of course, in all relationships, there are ruptures, marriage relationship, parent relationships, teacher relationships, employment relationship, and so on. We all have ruptures that occur at times, but that need to be addressed and need to be resolved and so that you can move on as a team, move on together in working a relationship at the office so that the treatment, whatever the treatment is that's being applied will be effective. See, it's not just a matter of taking a pill or some medication and say, okay, that's going to solve my problem. You know, it's not just a matter of having some kind of x-ray or having some kind of a intervention of some type. There's more to it than that. Those treatment programs work to a degree on their own by themselves, but they work better when that patient-doctor relationship is working at an all-time high, working in a functional manner, not a dysfunctional manner. So, Make sure that in your doctor relationship, there is this opportunity for dialogue, this opportunity for feedback back and forth, this opportunity to clarify misunderstandings and maybe some hurt feelings or whatever they might be. Okay. Here's another point that is really important in making your treatment program effective. And that is a sense of empathy. The doctor needs to know that you care. You care about yourself. You care about the outcome. You care about the treatment. You care about him or her as a doctor. But you also want to know that does the doctor have empathy towards you? Is there an empathetic relationship? Is there a caring relationship? Is there a feeling that is good you know, between the two of you in, in a uh, relationship? The, the feelings, the struggles, uh, just the point of view being expressed. That there's understanding, but there's also caring. And that's what we mean by empathy. Okay? And then there's another factor. <clears throat> and that is collecting data collecting information to measure the progress. You know, there are signs, like blood pressure, there are indicators. The blood pressure is going up, the blood pressure is going down, and we know the numbers, like blood sugar levels. There are numbers there. They go up, they go down, and we measure the effectiveness of the treatment program according to how the numbers change over time. But, Getting a gauge on your relationship with your physician and the relationship between the doctor and the patient is much more uh, ethereal and much more vague and difficult to measure. So sometimes you have to ask, how are we doing? Do you feel that I'm cooperating? Do you feel like I'm helping you? Can I be of more help? What can I do to be of help? Do you, the Patients sometimes have to ask that of a doctor. Sometimes a doctor has to ask that question. How, how are we doing? Do I seem to care? Do I seem to understand? Do I seem to uh, do feel how you feel? Do you feel? You, do you think I understand what you're trying to say and that I have a grasp of your difficulty and we're working on it together? We have a team relationship. Sometimes you just have to open the door to that kind of discussion. Doctors can ask that question. Patients can ask that question. Make sure that there is this collaborative relationship between the patient and the doctor at all times because... When that relationship breaks down, the treatment program will be less effective, no matter what the treatment program is. And particularly if you're in some very high sensitive treatment programs, such as for cancer or diabetes, you know, or some of the very chronic diseases, Parkinson's and so on. The relationship between the doctor and the patient is extremely important. The more serious the disorders are and the long-term treatment programs that are implemented. So there must be this collaborative relationship where you're working together. You feel that you're on the same team. You feel that you have the same goal. You feel like you have the same objective. You have the same empathetic relationship for each other. You like each other. Doctor and patient, they like each other. You look forward to seeing patients come. You look, you anticipate they're coming because you enjoy the conversation. You enjoy the interaction besides the treatment program that's ever implemented. So it's that relationship that's critical, not just the treatment protocol that is utilized. So if you have think of it in that sense. I think you'll find your treatment programs being even more enhanced and maybe more effective. Here's the last point that's important. There needs to be positive regard. You need to know, you need to feel, you need to sense that the doctor likes you and has kind of a positive feeling towards you. And he needs and she needs to know that you have a positive regard for him or her. In other words, that's a mutual relationship of respect, a mutual relationship of confidence, you know, a mutual relationship of commitment, you know, to the treatment protocol, to the treatment goal, and to the treatment process, and to the treatment implementations that are being utilized. And once you have that, whatever the treatment is, for whatever the problem is, there's an increased level of effectiveness, an increased level of chance that there will be a good outcome. But when the doctor-patient relationships are askew and if they're hurt or damaged or ruptured or just are non-plus, they're just so neutral, they're just, you dread almost going to the doctor, that treatment protocol, whatever it is, is going to be less effective. You might want to get out of that doctor's office, get out of that doctor's life and go somewhere else. And sometimes the doctor needs to say that as well. You know, that if he or she does not feel that there's a bond or there's a commitment, that there's a mutuality there. Maybe the doctor needs to say, you know, I'm not sure if I can really go the next mile and help you even further. I've helped you a little bit. I don't know if I can go further. I think I need to refer you. Sometimes a referral to a specialist. Sometimes a referral just to another doctor. You know, I mean, just sometimes doctors have different skills, different perspective, different personalities different emotionality, different ways of relating to patients. And if a doctor sees a patient that's very needy and needs a lot of care and needs a lot of stroking and needs a lot of encouragement, and you're a doctor that cannot do that, that's not your personality, that's not your nature, then maybe you should not treat that patient. Maybe that patient should be referred to somebody who is a doctor that is caring, that is empathetic, that is involved with their patients and in the, the lives of their patients. There are doctors like that. It's got to be a mix. It's got to be a match. It's got to be a uh, relationship that is comfortable and positive and functional, not dysfunctional. So if you're a patient and you're frustrated or the treatment program doesn't seem to be working or doesn't seem to be making progress, take a look at not just the treatment that is being utilized, that is, whatever medication is being used or whatever strategies are being used, Don't look at only that. That's got to be looked at. That's for sure. But look at the relationship. Is this a doctor-patient relationship that's stressed, that's dysfunctional, that's distressed? If that's the case, no matter what the treatment program is, it's not going to be as effective. It can be somewhat effective, but not very effective. So get out of that doctor's office. Go somewhere else. If you're a doctor, advise your patient. Maybe they need to find somebody else that is more empathetic or more caring or has more time or can, can accommodate their schedule needs a little bit better and not uh, create such a problem with just making the schedules work. There's a lot of factors that go in. We call them the relationship factors. So when you're in a, involved in a medical or non-medical therapeutic relationship with somebody, look at these two factors. The treatment program being utilized, you agree, is it seem to be proper, And the relationship with the doctor and that's what you need to balance and bring into harmony for the best results okay thanks for joining me today and um this is um the psychology report i do recommend that you go to my website www.booksbyhedberg.com or go to amazon here's a book achieving and living a healthy lifestyle in a world of stress And in the back of that book, I discuss in considerable length, several chapters on doctor-patient relationships, what doctors can do to keep themselves healthy, what patients can do to build positive relationships, what to look for in a doctor so that those doctoring relationships become positive and healthy and effective. So pick up the book and I think you'll find it to be very effective reading. Bye for now.